episode number 207 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tommy, it's been a while since we last had a cheeky little uh, chin wag on, on the show, and here we are uh, a, a couple of a couple of months later, um, you're all clean shaven. You're in your metro hoodie. I'm in my little. Uh, I'm in the shadows. It looks like Look I'm. Him. He's in a Tommy Hilfiger hoodie. He's in. He's, I know he's, that's he's, it. He's a, he's a cut in, above in, me. Just in respect to you, you know, I had to wear you. I had to wear something that Tommy, resembles your of name. So exactly, it's a it's a nice pink color. My favorite color too. So, um, but anyway, let's cut to the chase. Uh, how are you, Tommy? I'm very well, thanks, Kyle. I'm 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 chuffed that we're back. I was looking when I was, Kyle and I were messing around. I was looking at the last time we did the the, the podcast. The last time we released was seventh of September, so that's over a month ago actually, which is a bit getting a bit long. But we're getting, I think you know we'll talk about what we've all been up to, namely Kyle's uh, holiday and race, which I know nothing about. So I'm very excited to kept hear it, about kept it. In the dangle. I'm very excited to hear that, but I'm also super excited, listeners, that tonight is the return after over, I think, two years, the return of club night. So Good tonight we're, we're speaking to Ivor Norman from HBT, who's going to join us in about 10 minutes to talk about everything HBT. So uh, club night's back. Listeners, uh, I'm very excited about it. Kyle, how are you? Oh, I'm, well, I'm all the better for, for seeing your fine self and, you know, listening to the tales of Ivor in the, in the next day. Uh, few minutes or so obviously it's I always find you know the earlier episodes of TRS I always got the the, the good old butterflies it was like the start of a race you know you, you're going you're almost going live you know you, you've maybe got a little bit of room to edit how how your performance goes but uh but you know the way we the way we roll we we, did, we never seem to have to edit too much maybe we should I don't know maybe the, the listeners would be like I just need to do a bit more editing some of the things they say are or, or, or too much of what you say, I don't know. But um, so anyway, but so I've got that goosebumps back, which means I care. And when I care, it means there's going to be a cracking show tonight. And uh, I've, I suppose I've got a wee bit of a story in terms of running. Nothing crazy, you know. I haven't been winning any world champs, unfortunately, folks. But uh, well, as a but teaser I'll, I'll, to the as a teaser to the listeners, we'll talk about the race after the interview because I think Ivor will be with us shortly. But Tell, what was the race? Tell us about the tell us the race that you did on your travels. Well, well on my travel, I mean, prior to that, I, I did a couple of low key kind of local runs, uh, which I'm sure mm-hmm. I'll share uh, briefly with everyone. Um, but it was called the. I mean, it, what I was in France, I was doing the Nice by UTMB, um, which is essentially part of its umbrella of. Um, the, the, you know the the global one the the one that uh, Tom and I were were taking part in uh, in in different roles uh, you being the cheerleader and support chief uh, and and myself doing the hundred miler of the the UTMB in 2019 which is uh, God that's like, don't do yourself sure ah well yeah of course it was wasn't it Jeez, oh. it, it so that was like four years ago and uh, which is scary when you think about it. Um, and uh, obviously that took part uh, a few weeks ago, and um, the Nice ones essentially, you know, it's it's part of that series. It's it's essentially replaced the, the Ultra Trail World Tour, which is a series of uh, of of you know high kind of profile trail races uh, across the world. And uh, you know, I'm I'm lucky enough I've taken part in some of those, which are now part of the ETMB series. So the the Tarawira one in New Zealand, uh, Mozart. And uh, and well, so obviously the UTMB and the 
in fact, this one being the Nice by UTMB one. So I'm out in this course. Uh, there's a range of between 20k all the way up to 100 miles. I I decided to do the the piddly the piddly wee 20k, Tommy. Uh, it, it was 23k actually. So the, I'm, I'm selling myself a little bit a little bit short there. Um, and what I think it was like what was it like 1100 meters of climb. So not a, you know not a huge amount of climb. Um, but uh, but nonetheless, you know, looking at the elevation profile, it's very flat. It looks very flat to start with up to 10k, and then all of a sudden you've got the big whoever hill that you have to to climb. And you look at the gradient, and you're like, ah, that's that's going to be hands and knees jobby. That well, certainly for me, um, going going into it, and that's my sort of understanding of it. But the first 10k of it, you know, again, I know I'm going to have to. Uh, I've teased this probably too much now, um, <laughs> it, 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 which which is a great time. Ivor's literally just come in, so <laughs> I'm just going to put a pause in that because I don't want to give the whole course away in um, in, in my performance. But uh, that's interesting. So so we've got a twenty. So all we know is Kyle's on a twenty-three k mountainous well, race in the Tommy. south of France. You there? Oh, you're back. Yeah. What was that? So, so yeah. So we'll we'll come back to that because yes, Ivor is in the. The waiting room. So, listeners, let's uh, let's bring him in. Let's re restart club night. So, Ivor, welcome to TRS. Thank you. We're so pleased to have you on. And we're so pleased to reintroduce the club night feature where we we hear from the clubs of Scotland. So maybe the first thing to do, let's hear about who are you and which club you're calling in from. My name is Ivor Normand. I'm a member of Hunters Bog Trotters of Edinburgh, otherwise known as HBT. And for this special occasion, I've put on a scabby old t-shirt for a scabby old trotter. Oh, lovely. The one that I'm wearing is celebrating our 25th anniversary in 2005, which is already rather long ago. And so I'm doing the maths there. So, so now how old is the club? Well, the club's 43 years old, formed in 1980 by what was then four quite new Edinburgh University graduates. I, may, I dare say they didn't include me because I wasn't quite that old. <laughs> but I have now been in the club for a good bit more than half its life. Oh, and I'll follow set, your uh, good example of pouring a wee pint to celebrate that. Oh, oh and what is it yet? Yeah. As, well. as well, fantastic. fantastic. Oh, nice. Oh, what nice. are you drinking, yeah, Tommy? I didn't Tommy, ask, I didn't before, ask we... before we. I'm on a I'm on a black car. Black car. I'm on a a windswept Bison. which is quite peculiar for an old peculiar trotter. <laughs> so the club, yeah. so the, the trotters, you're 40 years old. Now we all, you know, all of us on the circuit, we know well trotters. You guys are, you're such a, bring so much energy and energy, particularly the cross country circuit. But um, tell us a bit about the history of the trotters. You say it was founded by a group of university graduates. Um, and I mean, how about the name? Where does the name come from? Well, the story goes that the foundation of the club was at a time when there was a perceived stuffiness within Scottish athletics and those young blades who were about 25 years old wished to sort of cock a snook at this stuffiness <laughs> so they wanted to call the club Hunters Bog Trotters after the area of Hunters Bog in between Arthur's Seat and Salisbury Crags here in Edinburgh where I am but the authorities said oh no no you can't be that you have to be Athletic Club or Harriers 
But as the great man YP, who I'm sure we'll talk about in a minute, pointed out, well, we do know athletics and we harry no one, so can we not just be hunters, bog trotters? Oh, no, no. But eventually they managed to get that through after pointing out the geographical affiliation to the local feature. And then, of course, our uh, club colours are brown. Uh, the official, the first attempt at putting in an official uh, club colours was uh, shit brown. Oh, no, no, you can't have that. Uh, still brown. Oh, no, no. So they got away with bog brown after the fight. <laughs> So basically, nowadays, any brown is good brown, because we preceded brown being actually fashionable. And <laughs> we now have a, a kitmeister, or kitmeisterin, whom we call the material scientist. This position is up for grabs at our AGM of the year. And we have quite a lot of kit coming in, because we have quite a lot of new trotters, and also old trotters who wear their kit out. So if you can get hold of brown anything, it's always good. And of course, it stands out in among these garish fluorescent colours and these repeating pattern colours of other clubs. So when you see the brown, you know it's huge, huge, huge. That's absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Cheers to that. Cheers so to when, that. when, so when, yeah. when yeah. go ahead, Carl. Go ahead, Carl. Sorry, I was just going to say, I was laughing while I was on mute because I feel I had audio issues, issues, but I think we're, we're, we're good. Um, um, I mean, I mean, I've always, I've always like, like. Respect for the HPT. There's been such a just all banterous club as well as quality athletes. It's very nice of you to respect that. I'm not sure how much respect we deserve sometimes. You're right, we've always had the entire range and we pride ourselves on being inclusive. We've had guys that could win things and we like to have the entire range through the field. So traditional trotter, so-called, is somebody who turns out and possibly finishes not very near the front. But that's what we like. <laughs> we we do pride ourselves on having the highest adult turnout in the National Cross Country, for example. We're, yeah. we're only yeah. an adult club in all senses. Uh, although it has to be said that in the last 18 years, the club has been busily growing its own. Uh, trotter on trotter action has been very productive. And you've probably yeah. seen yeah. Certain starring <laughs> yes, individuals yeah. now turning 18 and tearing up the the track, the cross country, the road, and even the hills. Yeah, yeah. But when they're sort of below drinking age, they, their parents encourage them to join a, a local club, which has a children's section, so that they can get uh, proper coaching and peer group encouragement. And then, if they so wish, when they turn 18, they can go to the brown side. <laughs> <laughs> So just go back then to the sort of founding of the club. I mean, who are who were those gentlemen? Uh, those original trotters. Well, there was. Oh, it looks like Kyle's disappeared. I'm sure he'll be back. <laughs> he will be back. Was, um, Ian Orton, who's now down in Buckinghamshire. There was Conrad uh, White, who still runs in his late sixties in County Durham. Bill Blair of more associated with City of Edinburgh as I believe they now call themselves, or Edinburgh AC, I suppose they are, and the legendary, and still alive, Robin Thomas, known as YP Young. Fantastic. Cook. Fantastic. So YP has been ever-present. I think he's possibly the most Ken Speckle character in the Scottish running scene. Not <laughs> just for his I'm... running, but for his other exploits too. <laughs> I, I, missed, I, I, missed, I missed that. I missed that. 
missed that section that there. Section um, there. <laughs> okay, we were filling in for you while you were. Oh yeah, that was okay. <laughs> we're talking about Wi-Fi. Of course. So like, and the answer is asking me like, how many people is there in the club now? Ivor. Well, for, for quite a while, our, our books sort of recorded um, around about 200, and somewhere below that is our official number of actual subs payers. But if you yeah. take yeah. into account the people who are now on our email list and who turn up because they've heard of us, uh, it's really hard to quantify. Yeah. yeah. In the last yeah. three or four years, and especially in the last year or two since things opened up after the pandemic. Our attendance at club nights, uh, which is twice a week, has been rising inexorably and very encouragingly because it's mostly young people who do this newfangled social media thing that apparently <laughs> allows them to hear about things. I don't quite follow it myself, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, our training night is Thursday night, otherwise known as Thursday night, and we're always in the pub after the running. I and we also I know how it should be. Uh, a night on Mondays, which we style mid-pack cack. If you feel that you only ever occupy the mid-pack cack in races and you aspire to get slightly further towards the front pack, then come along on a Monday night. I think it was your pal George Ashley, who was one of the instrumental founders of Monday mid-pack cack a few years ago. (laughs) He's put himself slightly out of circulation by moving out of town, which is... Always a potential death sentence, but we, we believe he'll be back. <laughs> we're hoping he will be soon. I think that I think that's one of the things that I really I love the most about the trotters in terms of the. I mean, those sort of things like the train, like the mid pack cack and the goes guy. I mean, you see those guys, the likes of Yeah, you talk about Simon and Hugh Jones or one of the guys that you do with them. It's just it's it's it's. It's very, inc- it's very inclusive, you know, the, it just, you know, it's, the, straight it's, up, it's straight up, as you, as you say, yeah, anyone's say welcome, anyone's and I think that's maybe that's what maybe some <laughs> clubs in the past have maybe not had enough, and, had enough and, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, how do, how do, do you, you typically, see when a new member joins, do you get a new member as you arrive to see the trotters and kind of expect a serious athletics club, or do they generally know what they're up against when they arrive? Nowadays especially, I think they have done enough research on our Root and Tootin' new website and seen things on social media to know that we are a friendly running club, possibly the friendly running club, but that's not to decry others. Uh, over the years, people have come new to Edinburgh and they thought, oh, I'd like to join a hill running club. So they join the big rival, the one that we love to hate, but we, we like them really, Carnetti. And sometimes they think, oh, this is a club for me. And other times they think, maybe I need a, a different scene. So people find their niche. Uh, I think increasingly we're just finding people coming straight to us because they like the friendly vibe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whether or not that means a dilution in our racing performance, time will tell, but we're, we're certainly thriving as a running and social club. It's been said that we're the, the drinking club with the running problem rather than the running <laughs> club with the drinking problem. And the, the drinking we do, we try to uh, maintain standards of quality real ale. <laughs> it is, of course, a sports medicine and uh, an essential rehydration component of your training strategy. I'm sure you agree. 
Uh, absolutely. One thing I'd love to hear more about is the charter committee, because your committee is not the most standard in terms of, it's not, shall we say, the, the boring chairman, men's captain, women's captain. Tell us a bit about the charter committee. This is true. For a long time, it's been self-styled the Politburo, and, and a nod to Joe Stalin, even though for some reason there's an awful lot of left-leaning and, <laughs> and politically centrist people in the club, we're still the Politburo. <laughs> And we've actually taken our lead from our traditional feeder club, Edinburgh University here in Hounds, by in recent years going for joint captains. No more the club captain and the subservient sex captain, because certain elements don't believe there's any subservient sex in any uh, context. We now have co-captains, one male, one female. And other, wow. other posts, there's the secretary, of course, which is the great YP. And... There's the Chancellor, who's in charge of the purse strings. That was me for quite a few years, and we now have the very competent Alex Luchford as outright Chancellor after he and I shared the job last year. I'm taking a wee sabbatical for at least a year to gather my scattered wits. Uh, as I said, we've got the Materials Scientist, who's our kit officer. We, of course, publish our occasional scurrilous, occasionally scurrilous newsletter, The Trotsman, so there's a Trotsman editor, and in recent years, that's a, a shared job. Uh, it doesn't have to be one male and one female, but it's been working out that way. And teamwork helps get things done, we find. Now, what else? We now have a, a social media secretary. I can't quite believe it. But Goodness me. <laughs> and the current incumbent is over 50, so it does apparently reach quite far. Maybe you too are astounded by this news. <laughs> I was surprised I was to find surprised the Trotter website, website, to be quite honest. Well, it used to always just be the brown page, a static <laughs> thing that pointed you to the DVC, that corner, the place where you meet on the Thursday evening, and then the Blue Blazer, which was the pub we used for many years, right up till the eve of the pandemic. But since oh. drinking in pubs came back, we've been on tour, mostly around the south side of Edinburgh, sometimes elsewhere we don't have a fixed pub every thursday night ah. but the the increase in means of communication means that people can find out where we'll actually be rather than stumble off a train after two years away from edinburgh go to the blue blazer and find trotters <laughs> that's not quite how it works in the modern day but it used to happen. i love it, I love it. so so like Take us, like, take us, us take back us into, back like, into the, like, history the history of, of trotters. I mean, what, what, what I know is, like, there's some, some, just as you've just said, there's amazing, amazing people who've people been, who in, the been in the club and currently still are in the club. Sort of from the sharper end, you know, who were those runners? I know some of them, like Bill Mowbray and Bon Naylor. to mind certainly include Phil Mowbray. He joined the Trotters when he was still a student, actually. He was ah, in Edinburgh ah. University here in Hounds. And I think he was at the World Mountain Running Championship in Serma, I believe, when he ran across HBT, including YP, and found his spiritual and natural home. <laughs> so being, being the man he is, never doing things by half, he managed to train his backside off and achieve great things. That's amazing. Um, he never actually won the national cross country, but he came down close. I think he ran Glenn Stewart a close second one year. Other folk who from before my time 
I mean, I, I joined in 1998, so this is my silver anniversary year, just passed. And you can tell <laughs> from my hair, I'm getting a bit silver to match it. And before before my time, there were guys like Pie Man, Stuart Gibson, a Northern Irish chap, who I think was also in the Hairies. And <clears throat> various legends, Aidan Lavery, another Northern Irishman. But in uh, the more uh, recent decades, we had Al Hart, a Cornishman. He was responsible for the design of this 2005 T-shirt. And he also dragged us into the email age. HBT has on, been on email since 2000, I think, or maybe 1999. He was the man that started that. Um, who else has been good? Murray Strain. He's a man you'll know, I imagine. A very, yeah. very good orienteer and hill runner. Very good. And the biggest feet you'll ever find in mine. And it's not all about the men. We've had and we've got some amazing women. Uh, Shona McIntosh, who sets marathon records on the, on the road. Uh, yeah. Megan, yeah. Megan Mowbray, who was Megan Smith. She's been an international hill runner. And each Rosie year, Smith, Rosie, Smith. Rosie Smith, yes, uh, yeah. I think she's maybe uh, Euro uh, medalist, medalist, team medalist, team medalist. Correct, and was leading the national at Falkirk one year by a long, long way. And I was standing right at the beginning of the finishing straight, looking from behind as they were heading towards the finish line at Calendar House, and I could not believe that she got overhauled by mm. a very speedy Australian in City of Edinburgh. It just didn't look possible, but. Sadly, Rosie didn't win that year. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's won many things outright, including a, yeah. a park run in the Lake District when we were on a, a TWAT, a Trotter Weekend, away together. That's so so that, that's, that's a good that's segue a into then some of the Trotter races. I'm keen to hear the Trotter races. So tell us about, so tell the, us about the, the TWAT. TWAT. Well, the, you can go on a, on a TWAT, which is a Trotter, trotter Weekend, away together or a, an artwat, all trotter weekend away together. <laughs> we, we arrange these maybe once a year when a destination is identified. This year we were away down in Galloway, where I'd never actually been before. Glen Trull, people going to the Merrick and things. And there's been Highland trips, England trips, just all good stuff for uh, fostering club solidarity. Which reminds me, I forgot to mention the Politburo position of disorganiser. Events disorganiser <laughs> is basically the social secretary, which was invented to take some of the load off YP as club secretary. He does the admin side and the disorganiser does more of the social side. And that side is thriving. Very good. Am I right, 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 right remembering um, um, there was the Great Trot Relay, relay for a while? Is that still happening? Happen? There still is the Great Trotter Relay, the GTR. The first two runnings were in the early 1990s, one up to Aberdeen, basically up the main road, to Rocky's Bar in the Dockside District, and another <laughs> bon Bonnie Prince Charlie Relay went as far as Derby, where there's been a couple of trotters. And then we, re we revived it in 1999 by choosing Fort Williams, the destination. And it's been going ever since to some nominated destination. This year, for the second time, we chose Comrie for the Comrie Hills Relays, which are run in early September by Strathairn Harriers. And the 
circuitous route went through Fife, had a night in Dundee, and then headed west to Cumbria. And the point of the Great Trotter Relay is to carry a pig's trotter of the baton from Huntersburg to the nominated destination, setting a world record as we go. Nice. Nice. And what, and I, I remember nice. The, the, the isn't nice by the time you get there. I remember, um, <laughs> I remember um, the Great Glen Relay, really, really, you guys. You guys. Uh, I think yeah, that was probably one of the first times I've met you. Ivor. The late Great Glen Relay. That was a fantastic event. took place in at the end of October. It was yep. a Sunday yep. after the National Cross Country Relays at Cumbernauld on the Saturday. So you'd get all muddy at Cumbernauld, maybe have a quick pint, drive up the road to Fort William, pile into the grog and gruel, get uh, refreshed with sports medicine before the Sunday morning. And then it would be this classic 12 stage with six or fewer in your team, each person running twice or more often if you were one or two folks short. And with three staggered starts, it would all close up in the middle and get quite exciting. And eventually, off to Bach Park in Inverness to the finish. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And if yeah. folk had any sense or had made arrangements, they would go out on a night, a, a night, night out in Inverness before just oh, zooming off. Oh. Home. It, it, it was a great, tragedy. It was a really great yeah, event. One of my favourite events, events ever. ever. Is that? Is that uh, brilliant? Like brilliant. many other races, it just yeah. fell victim to the polis saying, we will not support your event. So then the mm. organisers trapped themselves thinking, oh, if the police won't support it, then that means the insurance will be invalid. And that's how all yeah. these yeah. road races just, yeah. Died. Yeah. just died a death. Died which is a shame because like, a lot of the event, I mean, it's, it's on trail. Some of it is on the road, but, um, but yeah, anyway, it's a shame. Yeah, that, one, that one was up the canal to Fort Augustus and then on the roads that the Loch Ness Marathon uses on the yeah. east side yeah. of Loch Ness. Mm. And we did actually, we enthusiasts did have a look at how you could do it up the actual Great Glen Way on the west side of Loch Ness, but it's never really come to fruition. Mm. That's a shame. Do you have any ideas? So speaking of, so speaking of, events, of then, events then, tell us about tell some of the events that the Public Bureau organises. Well, we always have our annual open bog trot race in April. Uh, 2024's will actually be on YP's birthday, the 13th of April. Mm. I don't know if that's public information yet. It doesn't need to be. <laughs> Yes. How is how is, I, I know this I maybe a, a sensitive question. Do we, question. Do we know how old YP is? How old he is? Yeah. Yes, uh, he's sixty-eight years old. Oh, and okay. He was okay. twenty-three or twenty-four when he did the famous triple hundred in the Isle of Man. Right. Tell us about that. That is in the building itself. The triple hundred. Well, in a running and drinking context, what could it possibly be? It was <laughs> running 100 miles and drinking 100 pints of ale in 100 continuous hours. So you work out your strategy. How are you going to do a marathon a day for four days and stick down 25 pints a day and still be alive? Oh. YP had trained for it. He said, my liver was in good nick when I set off. <laughs> he said, you have to run drunk. So I stuck down six pints in quick succession and then went for a run. Do this again before the pub shuts. You have to be drinking proper pub ale, none of this bottled business. And of course, your secret is it has to be low strength ale. The Isle of Man's quite good for that. And he did most of his miles just on Douglas Prom, but nowadays the Isle of Man Easter Athletics Festival has a slightly better choice of races to work with. 
<laughs> and somehow he survived. But and individuals and strangers had to witness each pint he took. And at the end, he was invited to drink a 101st pint in case of spillage. And on the 101st, there was chundering. And there wow, wow. None, I don't know that. There had been none before that, because if you chundered, you invalidated the effort. So he kept down all his 100 points. So I, I remember, I remember 2009, uh, uh, Trotter, Trotter, Mr. Trotter, Mr. Will Hugh Bailey, Bailey went for the went triple, for the 25, triple and 25 and failed. And that, and that re- resonated. I, I, I thought, thought the hundred was. I thought it was an urban legend at that time. It was actually 2008 because that was uh, Murray Strain's 25th birthday, and around ah, that ah, we, we were correct. building that year's Trotter drinking challenge, which involved drinking loads of pints within a specific time. And you're quite right. The said Will Hugh Bailey. Uh, thought he would try a triple 25 because we were trying to get Murray to do a triple 25 in honour of his own birthday but he was a bit too I don't want to say elitist a bit too much of a serious runner to entertain that. <laughs> anyway WHB said right either I'm going to do a triple 25 you can be my wingman at the beginning uh, in the 45 minutes before the Peel Hill race on the Saturday yeah, I'm, going that, I drink, that. I'm going to drink four pints so in that 45 minutes, he drank five pints, and I drank two just to keep him company. Neither of us had a particularly good race. Uh, we then joined the classic pub crawl that takes you from the west coast to the east coast, and you tend yeah. to get stuck yeah. at the quarter bridge in the outskirts of the Isle of Man. So by the end of the night, I had had a then, in fact, a, a still extant lifetime PB of 18 pints and no chunder. I blame my oh, P for that. Right. And the said WHB had... Uh, also managed about 17, but he'd then gone for a curry and chundered. Yeah. So the silly yeah. boy punctured his own effort. So I, I, mean, no, I, 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 I would witness to him witness to face him down, face down, down uh, chicken tikka masala. Chicken tikka masala. Just just absolutely done. Absolutely done. Oh, uh, no, yes, no. You have independently verified the story I heard. No, that's good. That's no, good. That's so, good. So, but, well, back, so well, back, back to that, that is, is YP. YP. Yeah, we get easily sidetracked, don't we? A bit like YP himself. Yeah, but that, yeah, I, mean, but that I mean, the triple hundred is that's, that's, that's quite that's incredible. Quite it really incredible. is. Yes, he's as he said, he's dined out on it many times by being a guest speaker at other clubs' dinners and things like that. <laughs> and I'm not sure he can even remember the the date and the occasion himself, but it certainly <laughs> happened. But I think that's I one think of the beauties of the trotters is that you that sort of. Not enough running clubs have that social aspect really winged onto it. I mean that. Tuesday or Thursday Tuesday night, Thursday run, night and run and pub. That's, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's, 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 that's really bread and butter, really but you don't, you don't see that, you still see it so much. Is it not happening in Aberdeen? Sadly no. not. Sadly, Sadly not. not. <laughs> but you've got some good bits <laughs> to choose from. They've not all been taken <laughs> over by Green Corn, have they? No, no, no. And in fact, if you're up for the East District, there will be, or any of the choices are, there is, whenever we host the East District, there is a... Uh, 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 a beer race, a beer a race, race, a race in the Prince of Wales. Oh, uh, now that I didn't know. So I did, you're, you're more than welcome to uh, 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 come along, I guess. Well, thank you very much. Now the entire yeah, running world yeah. will know where to find the So back to the race you mentioned, the 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 boat trot, a race I've run, it's a great a great wee race. Any others? Any others? Well, the, the Black Rock, <clears throat> excuse me, the Black Rock in Fife in early summer, that's still officially an HBT production, even though it's now 
pretty much a Kinghorn Gala 1200 runner special because it's still oh, Harry oh. John Mackay and still Brian Hughes, both still HBT subs payers who are the engine room of organising it. Right. But all right. profits go to the local uh, gala. And it, as you know, it's an amazingly popular race. It sells out in seconds. 1,200 runners want to cram beneath the railway bridge in Kinghorn and run out onto the beach at low tide. Round the rock and back again. And why peace? Why, why is it such a like, like, popular event? What, what's the, what do you think the draw is? is, it, is it... I think it's probably the, uh, the half tarmac, half beach, the, yeah. the early yeah. summer vibe, the fact that you can see all the fourth bridges as you run out towards them. Yeah. You never yeah. quite know what direction the wind will be in, and there's always good drinking afterwards and a train to take you home. Yeah, yes, it's, it's a portion of success. success. Kyle, I've have you done it? Kyle, you've done it. I've never done I've it, never no. Done it, no. I'd, love to, I'd but love to, but just not very punctual when it comes to entering races. Somebody will need to set you an alert for when it goes on to entry central. That's right. That's right. It also has its own web, uh, website, so you could follow the blackrock5.org website and get the news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. When, 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 when it comes to when events, comes to one other thing I was going to mention is, uh, is uh, do you guys have a mascot? Remember you had one at the Nationals, is that still kicking about? Is that just a massive I think it's probably safe to say that a mascot these days is YP. And the, the, things, the thing that you saw at the uh, National had been unilaterally brought out of retirement and shouldn't really have been seen. But, <laughs> but actually, that thing originated in Brazil and was a Brazilian carnival thing. Found its oh. way over here and was a bit of a joke for a couple of years until it was seen to be a bit non-PC in the modern age. <laughs> Rosa, Rosa is the name of it. It's a eight-foot-tall <laughs> effigy. <laughs> but it, although it had HBT in its headband, it was it was very much a, a one man effort, and it's now safely in retirement again. And so, yeah, so <laughs> listen, yeah. if you've done the national cross, depending on which way you run away, usually up straight up the hill, away from Canada House, that we mount on the right just as you as you go up to the top, you'll see the trotters gathered there, and Rosa. It's been a while that you used to see Rosa on that hill. Yes, well then. We're slightly unimaginative and like refugees, we still inhabit that hill every year. Although we have now invested in the club tent. It's a wee brown gazebo which blew away at its first attempt. But <laughs> we've now, they've now unbent the, the bent stanchion and found some tent pegs. So I think it's almost resistant to February weather at the National Fantastic. I have been known to put them hang out in the Stornoway running an athletic club tent when I've seen people I know. That's fantastic. So I, I guess the last thing, we don't take too much time, the last thing is to say a listener-based member area has listened to this and thought, you know what, HBT, that's the club for me. How do they get involved? Well, they can come along on a Thursday evening at 7pm to Dick Vet Corner, which is the east corner of the Meadows, and they can come along on a Monday evening to Middle Meadow Walk, Sainsbury's at 6.30, half an hour earlier on Mondays than Thursdays. They can also just find our website, huntersburgtrotters.org, I think it is, and the information there will let them know what to do next. 
where to go, whom to contact, how to rearrange their lives in brown, or even just fit HBT in as a leisure sideline, as some do. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. So, Kyle, so, Kyle have you quick Members of other clubs like yourselves are always welcome to drop in and, by arrangement or not, just come and find us, come and see us. That's, I'm actually in Edinburgh in November on a Thursday, on a Thursday night, night staying, staying for, uh, for, uh, for work, so I may take you up on that and join the training. training. Please do, please do. That'd be cool. You'll be, cool. be most welcome. So, uh, Kyle, should we fart like questions? I absolutely. Like I, I say, I haven't I contributed say, too much because I'm getting a bit of interference. But Tommy, if you, Tommy, you start you off, start and then I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll jump back I'll in. Jump back in. So, so Ivor, much Ivor, like a much good old like fart, like, the answer to these questions, these questions can be, uh, can be uh, a short, a short a thirty-second effort, effort ten-second effort, or you can ramble. It's your call. It's a fart like. So, and these are you, man. These are not necessarily the trotters. This is Ivor Norman now. So we'll start with the low ball one. Morning shuffle, morning or, evening shuffle or evening saunter? Evening saunter. I'm not great in the mornings. Although What's I do your favourite? What's, your favorite? <laughs> What's my favourite evening saunter? Running shoe. Sorry, Kyle. What's your favourite running shoe? Well, for years it used to be uh, Sokone, but I've kind of moved away onto Hookah now that I'm such a foot slapping old plodder. I need the cushioning. <laughs> Right. Running, right. Hero. running hero. Running hero. I suppose it's Mr. Robin Y. P. Thomas for his breadth of achievements. Nice, nice. If what's your like favourite like session, session, session that either HBT or just by yourself? By yourself. Well, it's HBT sessions that get me out the door. I've been undertrained all my life through sheer inability to go for a run on any regular basis at all. <laughs> So a shorter session, oh, seven o'clock, better get out there. So it's, it's always a double session. You've got the running session and then the drinking session. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, is so what, what is a classic trotter, trotter session, session running, and running and drinking? Well, you could have pyramids in any shape chosen by the person taking training that evening, whether it's up Johnson Terrace by the castle or what we call Castro Climb, otherwise known as Galloping Glen. Just beneath the crags. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Separated by trees from Hollywood from Coombs Drive that goes round Arthur's seat. And once you've knackered yourself doing these pyramid sessions, then off you go to the pub for a small libation of recovery. <laughs> so Kyle, I so think Kyle, there's an I obvious, there's an question, obvious now. question now. What's your favourite post race tipple? tipple? Oh, you've, you've stole my thunder, stole my thunder Tommy. Tommy. Real ale in general, but I do like a nice dark pint and trying to persuade trotters not to be scared of the dark. <laughs> <laughs> so so many just drink the, the light ales, and while I like a nice light ale myself, you can't even back a stout or a porter. No, it's not crafty enough. enough. Did you say crafty? <laughs> well, they, we could speak for another half hour about craft ale and real ale and <laughs> traditional ale. What is where what the, is trotters, the trotters? The trotters officially sit on the sort of camera versus progressive craft debate. Well, I think uh, traditional trotters are more like camera and hand pull real ale, but 
as we are a broad church, we're getting more and more people who like to drink the craft ales, craft beers, the, the fizzy things that come in nice long slender glasses. <laughs> and even adding an alcohol fry goes down a treat, which is fair enough if you're not fancying the alcohol. Fair. Fair. It's a perfect driver's pint, really, isn't it? The last um, the last time, the last time uh, I had an uh, HBT gathering was at the HBT Awards, and I think there was a there was a last minute cancellation. You were a guest speaker at the total dinner. That's right. I don't know how on earth they. I think Tommy must have been. He must have had something on with something else. I seem to remember you spoke quite well, and if you were a last minuter, I don't know if it showed. Oh, that's good. It's it's amazing what a few pints do. And that's what I remember. I remember just being a free at the back of the bar, you know, there was booze on offer, free, free, but just it was for you, you were the guest speaker. That's all. I just saw a head of That was one of the years. Was that one of the years we were in a school building? That's right. Yeah, in the big round hall. Yes, we were there for two years and we organised this beer ticket system. So those who paid for their dinner ticket also got some ale tickets so that they could just come up and get what appeared to be free ale, which ah, made, awesome. made it an awful lot easier to administer altogether. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So the last so question I've got then for you is, you can you only can run only one run more race. One more race. It can be a race it's you've already race run. You've already it, run. Can it can be a new race. It can be a championship race. But people say I'll win the final. But what would that one race be that you could run? Well, for full value for money, I'd like to run the Catarin Trail in Perthshire. It's oh, a 55-mile nice. round circuit. I did it this year in May of no training, no distance training. Uh, see earlier conversation about inability to get out the door for proper training. <laughs> so the long and the short of it was I ran the first half of it and then the wheels fell off. But I decided, well, I'm damned if I'm dropping out, so I'll just turn it into a nature ramble. So I walked the second half of it, which coincided with five hours of thick mist in the morning and eight hours of hot sun in the afternoon. So I, I got the um, I got the scenery, but I'd really rather like to run the whole thing. And come down that hill, not backwards this time. <laughs> good answer. We good haven't answer. had we the haven't Catherine Field an answer, so that's a good one. Good one. Hey, uniqueness. But well, but, well we thank we, you. We've taken up more time than we said we would, but it's been fantastic. We can ramble on right with you. I'm sure you'll be able to edit out the the more rambling, nonsensical bits. No, no, those are the best bits. Trust us. But but thank you. And so we will with the cross country season looming. I'm sure we'll see you on the on the circuit. We'll come and say hello and and yeah, maybe even in November come down. Maybe jump into the short session. looming looming so much that it's already started. I missed the East District relays at Livingston because of Scott Fail on the day of the floods. They couldn't get me there. I was then away enjoying myself in the Highlands this past weekend instead of running at Kirkcaldy, a revived venue for the East District League. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't actually signed up, uh, dearie me, for the Cumbernauld Relays this weekend. Is it this weekend or next? I think it's this weekend. Who knows? Anyway, uh, I will be back in Brown on the mud on the country and hope to see you then. Excellent. 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 Amazing. Amazing.
Well, thanks thanks again, and, uh, yeah, we will if you discover your recording didn't work, then we'll make a date and do this all over again. <laughs> in person this time. Well, no, what we'd like to do is get get you back on with YP in the future. Oh, double act. Well, yes, increasingly I'm becoming indistinguishable from YP, so it could be some sort of television duo that, come proclaimers that, effort you never know maybe maybe, maybe that, 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 that's that, a patreon that, episode that Tommy. Tommy. yeah we should have that yeah, we should have that what was that put it behind a paywall <laughs> <laughs> any major credit card any major credit card and on that note thanks guys Excellent. this has Excellent. been great fun thanks Ivor cheers 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 bye see you later bye That was fantastic. Brilliant to listen to Ivor from Hunters, Bogtrotters, HBT there. What a guy. What a, what a club. Um, oh, what and a club. Yeah, we're, you know, we just had a chat just uh, offline there. Like, uh, yeah, we need to get these these guys back on. Uh, we need to get YP back on for Ivor to talk about his, his story. Um, and, and, uh, and certainly, you know, Ivor has been just... What a, what a guy. Uh, yeah, brilliant. So, Tommy. No, it was great. That, really great to have Ivor on. Loved it. And, and you know, like, I, I think I do recall, like, uh, you know, being at the guest, uh, the, the HBT Awards night and, uh, you know, having a chat with Ivor and some of the lads there, but in, in Lassies, and they just, they are a, such an approachable club. Um, certainly inclusive to, like, you know, uh, just up for a good time. And, and that's what running in the sport's about. You know, it's, Okay, there's some people who are serious about it. They want to perform, they want to win medals, but but you know, bringing it back to something that's simply just a sport and and you know a, the social element. That's what they do well, and and yeah, yeah along the well, yeah. their their club continue to thrive. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, talking about thriving, Tommy, like you know, you've got the the Metro Aberdeen who do back on. You've um, you know, your 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 year on. Over a year now, being a dad or two, uh, you've had a couple of races under your belt, and and you know you're looking fairly young and well trimmed there. You've you've got no beard. You're looking ready to rock and roll again, Tommy. So what's what's in the cards for you? Have you, have you got any or have you? What's the training been looking like? Uh, what are the the plans for the near future? Is is the dubs something that's going to be uh, you know? You're getting your dirty shoes back on. What, what's it looking like for Tommy in the next couple of months? In the so last I'm, couple of months. So yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I've got the match hoodie on tonight, and I was I got in for a run before TRS, and I and I thought, well, I'll you know, like it's the fact the metro hoodie is becoming towards the top of my pile because I had it on at a park run a couple. I threw it on after a park run a couple of weeks ago. Shows that my where my head's at. I really want to. I would love to get back to club training. I'll be honest. At the moment, uh, it just doesn't work in terms of schedule. And do you know what? That's something that. You know, I was a men's captain at Metro for what five or six years. I was on the, I was the chairman there, and I actually really realised, you know, now parenting, I've realised the, yeah, the the timing of training is maybe not, you know, it's it's. I didn't quite appreciate how difficult it would be for some people who who had who had children, and and for us with two to put through 
bed and bath time uh, you you know this you know this as well as anyone the, through your experience with the boys it's just a nightmare even though to get to get to do anything between five and seven o'clock is just a no-go so i i don't <laughs> get to training anymore <laughs> which is it's yeah. just uh oh i mean it's the it's a black hole of time so i kind of get in from work between half five and six uh and it's just and they're at nursery now so we've got all the nursery bugs and all that but anyway that that irrespective <laughs> of that i get in and then it's just like just non-stop until they go down <laughs> at seven then i can train and it's a shame because i would love to i would really like to get back into club training and i'm going to try and get into saturdays a bit more the saturday cross-country sessions now that i can because i'm going to sh- next thing on my calendar is the east district cross so i'm going to run the east district cross um as a sort of end of the year platform, I'm not in bad shape. I think I'm in better shape than when I did Wrexham. Um, I'm doing so since after you, me, and Lewis, we talked about the that Wrexham race. It didn't go so well, and I just, I you know, I, I admitted through the summer I didn't do enough. So Lewis had me on a block where it was like, uh, I mean, can we maybe talk about it next time the three of us are on to get Lu- hear Lewis's side of it? But we're, it was very much a lot of short and sharp stuff. So I was doing eight by two, seven by three, six by four, that sort of thing, working through that each week, and then. Those wave tempos, you know well, so like 80 yeah. seconds, 120 on, 40 off, that sort of thing, 25 times. And I feel that's given me a bit of zip. I've got some long runs back in, hour and a half, hour 40. And actually now, moving towards the end of the year, focusing a bit more on the aerobics, so a lot of uh, five by six, four by seven and a half, three by nine, that sort of thing, trying to get a lot of, you know, with a, with a very short float recovery. Um, because what I'd like to do, I'd like to run well at the East Districts. Uh, it's on home, yeah. home turf. I'd like to run well. But actually, then I'd like to be in reasonable, not not shape, I'd like to have a good base fitness at the start of the year to really head towards London. Like, I've got the London plate, the championship spot, and I'm a big believer that London, in years to come when I'm fat and slow, like, you know, I say fat and slow, I'm not quick enough to run a good for age time that I think I should, I will rue the years I didn't do London. So I've got a London place if I want it, you know, as you'd get with a yeah. good for age or championship, I think I think you should. If you've got that, you should take it. So I'm going to do London. Um, so yeah, that that's kind of the loose plan. It's a very loose plan. Start of December, East Districts. Um, I might do the Tilly 10K in December if we're around. I need to check uh, calendars. Oh, nice. But then then all roads lead to London. Maybe with a half on route in either Inverness or somewhere else, depending what Fee wants to do. Because obviously, I need to. That's the other thing. You, you'll know well balancing. If we both, you know, put this way, we both can't do a session after the kids go to bed. Otherwise, we're not both at home till ten. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we're trying to balance that a wee bit as well. Um, but yeah, that that's that's the plan. Um, but anyway, that I've, I've I've done a few park runs. I've done a lot of buggy runs. We can come back to that. But we didn't finish your story. So back to Kyle. Uh, he's, he's on the start line. Start line the twenty three k mountainous race as you described it. UTMB series. Go. So, so, so we, so not only was I taking part, Debbie was also taking part. Um, so it's quite nice because we had the, I think I mentioned it last time in the podcast. It was, uh, we had the grandparents there, so that we we had the, you know, the the opportunity to have a date uh, in, you know, in at a race, which was quite fun. Um, and uh, it was like what it was like a seven a.m. start. So it was just oh. as the sunrise was coming up, and it was beautiful. Like it was a really warm day, and um, and you know, the, with these races at the UTMB, by there's a lot of professional athletes who are sponsored and things like that. So you know, there was an element of like in my head going right. I'm only doing 20k, and I've, I've I wasn't I, f- I felt that I was in decent shape. You know, like I had 
I did a good race the a couple the week before at the Crathers half, which was a um I think a seventy one minute half in in that course, which is kind of okay for me and where I felt I felt I was maybe I, I surprised myself slightly. I, I thought I was wasn't in that sort of shape, but. So that was nice. Um, you know, it was a lone run, and 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 but bear in mind that's fairly flat. Going into the Nice by UTMB, you know, the the first ten k, it was fairly flat, and then there was undulations, there was steps, like just ones that you wouldn't see in an elevation profile. So they kind of zapped your legs, but the the gun went off. You know, they have the UTMB music, not the actual UTMB music uh, that we heard, Tommy. So, yeah. uh, so if I heard that, I would have had a little ball, you know, and a little cry <laughs> myself, but. I just felt it wasn't appropriate that they, you know, to use that music, but they used some yeah. of our theme, which was wasn't as uh, as as exciting. But nonetheless, got me fired up. The gun goes, and I just, you know, I was in like fifteenth place. And generally, I don't know how many people have, you know, noticed this, but you, you generally see quite a lot of uh, runners who end up like Europeans who end up just going really hard at the start, and you know, you end up catching them. So. A lot of people did that this time around, and uh, you know, and I just kind of held my own, still running quite hard, um, and and I eventually kind of got into like into the race, and just before the hill, I was in like sixth sixth place or something, um, with a you know a couple of people just ahead of me, so I was like, right, if I can keep pushing on up the hill, and and once I get, if I can have a good uphill, I should be able to just float down the the. The, you know the downhill because it's quite a long downhill with a, another wee hill so I think my strength at the moment is a flat in the downhill and I knew it was a fairly runnable down there's a, some slightly technical bits um, but the mistake I made Tommy was wearing a pair of vapor flies which oh, is no. an absolute daft decision like so RIP vapor flies the, oh, the, the, half the half the back end of them came up, came off the foam really? was just ruined. Like, I, it was something I've From what, the trail? Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Like, they were absolutely in bits. I couldn't take them home. They were that bad. I, I didn't even take, I should have taken a picture, but um, I literally, like, by the end of the race, how I ran back with those things on, I don't know. But anyway, it did, there's no excuses with the, the shoes because, you know, it, it, they're not that, they're not going to make that much difference. It was a, the runner, the runner and, and me, you know, and, and so I got to the top, like I got to the top of the hill, a good climb. And like the guy, there was a guy behind me who had had poles and he just soon passed me. I caught him up and we just like were going back and forth for, for quite a while, uh, maybe like three or four miles on the down. He was quite a good runner, quite quick. He ended up coming in like sixth or seventh or something, I think. Um, but uh, like... I felt okay. Like I felt like I had a pure uphill, which I kind of thought that would happen anyway for my end. Um, but I tried to pull back in the the down. But the last three miles, I just, I just I don't know what happened. But I just had nothing left. I had nothing left at all, and I went from like sixth or seventh place all the way. I think it was like even sixth place. I went from sixth place to to eleventh place in the last five k. <laughs> So really, like, five k. Yeah, the last five k, I, I got overtaken by well five people. Um, and they had one, what you know, one or two. There was another guy behind me, another guy who I was running with, and then there was three other people that went past me in the last. Like they were, it was almost at the same time. Um, it was 
it was a, like I was like ah I was so that really yeah, got that to must me been so, hard because, to take. yeah like generally like I was, right if I can just keep moving I'll be okay because I thought I had a decent gap because I remember the guys who they were ahead of me at the start of the race uh, and then I went past them and, and so they, at that point I was like well they've surely just lost all the energy before they get to the hill so I won't see them again and they, they all came back to me so I was gutted um I wasn't that guy, to be honest. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't an A race for me. It was just a race on yeah. holiday. But uh, I was still wanting to do my best, you know, um, which I chat, which I, at the point at the time I, I definitely did. But I think, you know, in hindsight, if I maybe went off a little bit slower, I could have held my own going up the hill. But uh, I don't know. It was, uh, it, it was, you know, it was a I race, just... you know. One thing to throw in, we haven't talked, as you can, I haven't like, pod, caught up properly in, in over a month, just on the occasional WhatsApp. You had a good race at Krathis. That was a strong run, man. What did you want, 1-11? Oh, that, that was the one I did, I. What, yeah, 11 there, I. 11 for so the win. Like, a solo run at Krathis, not the quickest of courses. You know, that is, must yeah, be I as mean, fast as you've run well, I mean, in a few was, years. Uh, right? When was the last time you ran that fast over a half? Probably the last time I did Krathis, which uh-huh. is like... 20, me, I think it was like 2018. Let me power that. <laughs> I think it was like 2018 when I did what 110.05, I think, or something like that. Um, but interestingly, now, you know, this could be slightly controversial, but I don't think it is because I think I know my, my body. I've been doing a lot of my training in just normal shoes, like not non-carbon shoes. And, um, and you know, and I, I kind of gauged what my, F, my, my sort of time would be around about the Krathis race and I thought without shoes I would probably without carbon shoes I'd probably run about 70 high 72s maybe 73 based on my fitness at the time if I wasn't wearing them um now when I wore them like in 20 like and it, it's not negative not negative um but maybe just a, an insight as to how fit I actually am like when I started Krathis with my vapor flies on I felt so good. Like I felt so good in the first 10k. Like I did I think I did like low 33s for the first 10k and then albeit maybe nice. slightly up down whatever who cares. But I felt amazing. Like I was like this is ace. Like you know I'm I was just thinking I didn't think I'd be running this fast today. Like and it was just like going if I can keep this up I could break 70 70 minutes, you know. Um you know as a long shot and then mm-hmm. uh, I think I got to like eight miles and then the, the legs started to feel it slightly, you know, in the trails and there's a few ups, uphill sections. And I was like, oh, boy, this is going to be, let's keep pushing on, let's keep pushing on. And that's what I remember from the time around 70 minutes, 10 in that course. Like, I'll just keep pushing on. I could break 70 here. Um, but at that point, when I, when I ran 70 minutes, I wasn't wearing a carbon shoe. Um, I was just wearing a, I think it was like a hyperspeed, you know, the Asics hyperspeed shoe. Oh yeah. Back in 2018, uh, I don't, I didn't have a, a carbon shoe. So although I was happy with my run, um, I do feel that the the shoe made a huge difference uh, to the time. But it was still quite nice to know that I've still got something, you know, I've still got some level of fitness despite not being as serious as I was and. And that, you know, recently I've I've thought about, you know, my my running and, you know, when, when should I take training? You know, when should I maybe take running a bit more seriously? And I was like, well, you know, Logan's at nursery. Lenny's going to be at nursery next year. 
there might be more time to to run you know when they're at nursery mm. you know when they're all at nursery then because they'll be in the, the sort of like the, the state nursery rather than private or you know grandparents looking after them here and there so I was like yeah maybe when I'm 40 that'll be when I come back that's going to be my comeback although wow. I'm, we're all 38 next year we're 38 this year, this year so that's yeah. only two years time um but you know I'm still serious about running but just as you are Tommy like it's uh balancing it all is is the tricky the tricky part um but but talking about balancing it like you know Debbie had a crack and run and I end up coming 11th uh Debbie trumped me she got she was first to the top of the hill and ended up coming fourth for female the 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 20k uh, event so yeah so like she got in the it was a top five uh podium which I always find quite funny with these things you know it's it's top three make it just make more people on it that's such a kind of like uh yeah like i don't know what it is i don't know where it comes from but i i think i i'm pleased debbie got on that that podium but i don't get these top five podiums like i think it's like i'm a big believer in that the classic like you know that the classic one but you know olympic medals and all that um yeah but you it's a brand now it's a french you know they're obviously wanting to build it and make a you know more of it i guess I mean, the, you talk about the events that they're doing and, you know, this, the UTMB one in Snowden, that's been obviously taken over by, by UTMB and all over the world. Like, it's the Ironman own it, you know. It's, um, yeah, exactly. It's an yeah. Ironman event and, and, and it's just going to get eaten up, the you know, the sport by the Ironman and certainly yeah. the, the mainstream mass participation professional sport sporting side of it is, is going to be Ironman which uh, you know is a pro, pro and cons that you know it's perhaps um it, it, it's, it's it's definitely the, the sport of trail running and ultra running is certainly growing and uh, there's no doubt about it there's there's more events that take part too you know including the ones that, that I organize and you can see the the exponential growth with, with the sport just by looking at all the events and trail, trail running events so um, but no, it was it was good. It was good to get my you know get out my comfort zone and and do something like this. I, I you know I do like the I do like to to explore some of these events and take notes and and still mix it up there. But yeah, just uh, you know just slightly disappointed with the way I, I my, my run. Um, but you know not not enough enough to to say uh, you know to ruin my holiday. That's for sure. So there you go, Tommy. Very good. So what's next? What what have you got? Because you're, is that, are you, where were we, last, you obviously had the, you know, the, the ultra bugger on the year. Is that something coming by? I see Perth is hosting ACP next year. What are you, I see that, are you yeah. going to do the East District, are you going to do the East District Cross? First and foremost. Well, I've been, Rico's already been uh, WhatsApping me to, to ask me the question. So, uh, you know, I feel I've got a, uh, an obligation to put on the, oh, yes. the, the the yellow and black uh to make an appearance so i think so tommy Good i man. think you know I'm, I'm you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'll do my best but again it's i'm just yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna train specifically for it i'll i'll do some cross-country sessions here and there but i like i said you know i'm i'm trying to i'm just trying to just do what I can with, with training at the moment. I did a really good, quite a nice session today. Just uh, when I, you know, when I felt like it, just for going out in the trails, lovely day, lovely, uh, the sun was set, setting, 
did a what would I do ten times four times ten minutes two minute recovery uh, just on trails nice. and uh, you know and it's a slight uh, we did a walk before Debbie and the kids so we walked and then uh, luckily it starts in an uphill the the trail so I did a couple of laps and then it's like a a five mile downhill all the way home. So the last two reps of those 10 minutes were slightly were down and flat. It was beautiful. Hmm. Great running when you're, you know, it's great to finish quick and uh, strong when you're doing session, sessions like that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what running's all about. It's enjoying it. And, I, you know, I, I don't know. I've, I've had this battle with with many, with myself and, and, and athletes as well as, and, you know, maybe listeners too. Like, I don't want to be training, you know, all the time. At the moment, I want you know I want to be I want to be training for a longer period of time and stay in the sport for a longer period of time. There's so many people that we know that who who just burn out and you don't see them in the sport and you know anymore because they're just so set in their ways. They're so serious about it, and I'm serious about it. But I like I I, I want to be racing when I'm in my forties and my fifties, uh, and and maybe maybe in a way I feel like I've reached my peak. So. Mm. um but i don't think i can i'm gonna lose that peak too much if i was if i'm just to sustain myself for a longer period of time you know when you know you you've got no races coming up or um but i like to race you know i like to do races so that's the other point of it too you know uh, sometimes you race to train rather than train to race as well so mm-hmm. uh yeah anyway but right. yeah east districts tommy uh and then in the future who knows like you know i I, I'm doing Tallahassee again next year. Um, cool. We're going, we're going back there. Uh, going back again. And then why not? Uh, and then we'll do something in April. I, there's there's talk about doing London. Uh, I know Debbie's oh, talking about it. So uh, are you doing it? I, I might. I'm not sure yet. I, I'm either going to do it or have you, have you got? Uh, yeah, you run. You run the time at uh, Tallahassee. You're getting. I'll be in. I'll be fine. I did my time at Gratis. My half time. I'm, they're I'm not going to take. They're not taking Gratis, man. Come on. <laughs> no. Come on. I love Gratis, but I mean, you're. I think you'll Tallahassee will get you in. Not yet. Tallahassee should get me in. I hope. Just. <laughs> you're, oh come on! You're way, way under. Aye. Way under. Yeah. Um, no, that's good. cool. But, that's cool. Yeah. So, but no, I mean, even even London. If I was to secure London, um, you know, as I say, I, I I'll take it seriously, but. Not to the extent that I'm gonna just sacrifice family and all that sort of stuff, but mm. I'd like to get a, a decent time. Like I think, you know, just talking about my what I was mentioning about Crassus half, like wearing the the carbon shoes, I wasn't that far off my best time at Crassus, and that was probably very near the time that I was running my best, you know. Nice. Um, for so I, you know, I I reckon there's still a chance that I could get a a, a not maybe not a PB, but very close to it. Because I've not worn the shoes at a, a craft, you know, a, um, a marathon before, you know, mm. like a flat, fast marathon. Um, so, so yeah, I wore them in Chicago. Like, uh, no, man, I wore my zoo. Remember, I was trying to find a pair oh, of carbon right. shoes, yeah, but I had the. Flies, yeah. Was it the spikes? <laughs> Couldn't find them anywhere. I was gutted. Anyway, that would have been that. But you know, as there's the shoe debate, we could. I mean, that could be a cracking transition uh, into the yeah, we could, the shoe debate. That's maybe, uh, that's maybe like, a future show. I'd love to. I think we should hold that for when Lewis is back on because that's yeah. I, I think feel like Lewis he's got quite an interesting insight it. from that responder yeah. perspective. But no, that's good. That's uh, 
That's cool because I, I think and that I think the balancing is it. Like I, uh, I I've come to the realization actually that I'm. I mean, I'm. I haven't since Manchester in April. I haven't broken uh, fifty miles a week. Like, but I don't think I'm in that bad shape because I think like I'm yeah. doing. I'm focusing on getting the. Like, I have two sessions on a long run every week the last what six weeks. So I'm focusing on getting in what I need to get in. Um, and if I've got to drop something. It, you know like it's going to be an easy run if i if i have to drop something which is not ideal um but yeah that's uh that's that's it um, that, that's okay you know like you, you're probably going to find that you've i always say this i think i say it every episode bub just bubbling away you know in the background yeah you, you you never stop running do you um i think the people who run so hard and so meticulously for weeks and weeks and then they just get injured for whatever reason um maybe because they're doing too much um, and then they can't do anything you know they, they, yeah. they they're they're scuppered that's i don't want to get in that position that I, I i haven't had i mean touch wood i haven't had any major injuries for years um from running because i'm training too much which is me it's not a big-headed thing to say maybe i'm i'm lucky in a way i've had my fair share of injuries that's for sure uh, in the past but those injuries that i had in the past were due to the volume that I was running like when I was getting PBs for 10ks and marathons I would have a Achilles tendonitis I had a really bad um high hamstring tendinopathy and they were all the time they were all around the times I was getting PBs um because I was pushing my body to the max to get the 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 times I wanted you know I want Mm -hmm. because I wanted to to perform and, and and I think you know when you're younger it's a lot easier to do that with if I was to do that now there's a you know high huge chance that I would get injured again. I don't want to get injured, so but I'll I'll train my body to get to a certain level. Um, I think I know what that threshold is, and I think that's part of learning about yourself is understanding where you can push, where you can't, and you know what the numbers are looking like, and you know where you should kind of pull back when you need to. So anyway, we're ra- rambling a lot, but hopefully it's it's some some uh, some take mm. for. For listeners yeah, so i think given it's like we are right cruising around quarter past nine now and i was up you know i was up for a, a red eye flight from we went down to manchester on the week or cheshire on the weekend uh down to fees mum and dad's and i've had to come back up with some work stuff this week so i flew up this morning and it was a it was a 5 30 alarm clock this morning to get to the flight so long uh a bit of a long day and you know i got i, I got in from work tonight i got back i got back to the house about six you know when you get in, house is cold. Nobody's been in it for because I flew straight, went straight to the work, came back, got back to Nelson at six. House is like stone cold because obviously the heating's been <laughs> off for a few days and stuff. And we've had this chill that's come in. Had a session planned. I'll be honest, couldn't be arsed. I was like, I've got like, I've got forty five. <laughs> I've got like forty five minutes or so till we speak at TRS. I'm just gonna bin it. And I went out for an easy run. Went out for like forty five minute run. But uh, yeah, like that's. And I, I will get it in tomorrow. I have got no excuse actually. I'm home alone until what friday when i go back down so i've got no excuse i'm not doing any nursery drop-off i'm not doing nursery pickup um but what i will say in in the spirit of sharing uh uh, sympathy big kudos to listeners who have maybe not quite appreciated this the the some of the parenting challenges generally i'm not someone i say that touch wood you know who gets like bugs and stuff like i i can't remember well I think it's about six years since the last time I had a day off work for being sick. And I, you know, even through COVID, I didn't have COVID. Like I, got, I had it once. Yeah. It was over a weekend, you know. But the long time since I've been off work sick. 
first week at nursery, boom. On a, I have not been, it felt like I was hit by a train. I've oh, not been no. that ill. And like, we, we, um, like Harris brought back some e-bug. And honestly, I was like wiped out. Absolutely wiped <laughs> out. I'd take a day off work. I was just, couldn't believe it. And I was thinking, I've been one of these smug people going, nursery bugs, people crying about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it's bad. Yeah, roll my eyes a wee bit. Yeah. Goodness me. I, I think, and then at last, and I've had like this constant cold now for like two and a half, three weeks since they started. Like it's just uh big sympathies to parents i didn't quite appreciate uh, that beforehand but i'm hoping my body's gonna get used to it now yeah i mean that logan you probably heard some of it in the background logan's uh coughing like no business just now debbie's the same she's she's like she's sleeping in a separate bed because she's coughing that really oh god and i'm okay like i'm i'm fine you know so i've managed to avoid it i mean billy big bars here maybe ask me the question tomorrow and you'll find out i was gonna say uh, that's that's famous last words <laughs> but uh but no it's been you know it's it's great to be back on the show you know episode 207 is being written for us and you know there's lots to to catch up on uh and certainly you know lewis will share some of his words of wisdom in the next show no doubt uh he was unable to make this one but um and yeah you know, I, mean, I think what's happened what we should do is next, so I think it's a national relays this weekend, so what we should maybe do is next week of the week after when we're back in 208, let's just do like a cross-country recap until now, because I'm aware of the listeners, we've had East District relays, and the national relays, uh, sorry, West relays, North relays, all district relays as it were, a few, I think there's a league match, there's going to be the national relays, we'll just kind of do a relay roundup, catch up on all that, and then look towards the the district champs end I of the month, um, and also the trail champs, which... Um, you know, we're going to throw out there. Big kudos, Claire Bruce, Metro Aberdeen, Scottish Trail running, mid-trail women's champion. A bit of a bias push for us there. But we will recap and all that as well uh, next week. Absolutely. I think that sounds a great idea. Uh, and yeah, thank you for listening to the show. And uh, thanks, Ivor, as well, for coming on. It's, yes. uh, I really FGM. enjoyed it. It was great to, to be back. And, and I hope you get some sweet, uh, shut eye tonight. And uh, oh, yes. I'll... Don't I'll, you worry I'll, about I'll, that. Uh, I'll, I'll no doubt um, be listening to the the podcast and making sure it came through okay, the, the audio. So Yeah, listeners, God. apologies if there was some bad audio there. I'm not sure what was going on. We suspected <laughs> there might be some issue, but hopefully it wasn't too bad. Hopefully not, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's what you get. It's what you pay for, I suppose, isn't it? So Exactly. Uh, <laughs> pay peanuts, you get monkeys. Wait, wait till we get the Patreon uh, Christmas special episode on. Hey? <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That, it, all that we'll be in. We'll be in a, a studio for that one. It won't be teams and a, and a couple of mics. The most low budget <laughs> no, outfit yeah. in the world. <laughs> awesome. Right. Well, on that note, folks. Uh, oh, TRS run of the week or month or whatever you want to call it these days. Uh, I don't really have anyone in mind, but Claire Bruce. Boom. Claire Bruce. There we National go. National champion. I hope you're listening well done, to Claire. the show. Fantastic stuff. Awesome. Well, on that note, uh, if you do want to contact us, folks, uh, our email is back up and running. Uh, TartanRunningShorts at gmail.com. Um, Facebook, social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter. You can get us on all those platforms. Message us if you need to. Um, oh, sorry. I think that's the cough coming. Folks. It's there, there. Uh, it's coming. And, um, we have still got a few pairs of shorts left. We don't have any mediums left but we have all the other one small left and a few large and extra large so if you do want a pair let us know and we'll send you the details but on that note folks 
I hope you've had a, a great few weeks and you have an even better week and we will see you next episode. Here's Alan MacGyver. Bye. Sometimes shuffle, sometimes saunter when we train.